you so much. So good to have you here tonight. Good to be with you here at Woodland Baptist Church. I'm so thankful to be here. Can I just say I love your pastor. I praise the Lord for him and how God's using him and how Woodland Baptist Church is being used to the Lord. And I praise the Lord to be here tonight. Don't take it for granted uh, being able to come and preach that your pastor would allow me to preach behind his pulpit. And just glad that you're here tonight. Go ahead and take your Bibles and turn to Joshua chapter number 14. Is the text we're going to be looking at here this evening. And I'm excited. Boy, I, I just have to say, I was about to let my mule get loose in the corn crib when those teenagers were up there singing. I love young people. I've been a youth pastor for 18 years, and I love being around young people, and I praise the Lord to be a part of the youth camp meeting here tonight and excited about what the Lord's going to do here this evening. Let's begin reading in verse number 5 of Joshua chapter number 4 here this evening. As the Lord commanded Moses, so the children of Israel did, and they divided the land. Then the children of Judah came unto Joshua and Gilgal, and Caleb the son of Jephunneh the Kenizzite said unto him, Thou knowest the thing that the Lord said unto Moses, the man of God, concerning me and thee in Kadesh Barnea. Forty years old was I when Moses the servant of the Lord sent me from Kadesh Barnea to espy out the land. And I brought him word again as it was in mine heart. Nevertheless, my brethren that went up with me made the heart of the people melt, but I wholly followed the Lord my God. And Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land whereon thy feet have trodden shall be thine inheritance and thy children's forever, because thou hast wholly followed the Lord my God. And now, behold, the Lord hath kept me alive, as he said, these forty and five years, even since the Lord spake this word unto Moses, while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now, lo, I am this day fourscore and five years old. As, I, as yet I am strong this day, as I was in the day that Moses sent me, as my strength was then, even so is my strength now, for war both to come out, but to go out and to come in. And now therefore give me this mountain whereof the Lord spake in that day, for thou heardest in that day how the Anakims were there, and that the cities were great and fenced. If so be, the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord said. And Joshua blessed him and gave unto Caleb the son of Jephunneh Hebron for an inheritance. Verse number 14, Hebron therefore became the inheritance of Caleb the son of Jephunneh the Kenizzite unto this day, notice it, because that he wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. Tonight I want to preach a message entitled, Holy following the Lord. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you so much for this time. We thank you that we can gather around the truths of your word. Lord, that your word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Lord, that it's forever and settled in heaven. And Father, as we gather around for this youth meeting here tonight and for this time of revival, Lord, I pray that you'd bless, that the Holy Spirit would move up and down these aisles, convicting hearts, comforting hearts, and working in such a way, Lord, that you'd be the most glorified. And Father, we pray that your word would not return void. We claim your promise here tonight. And Lord, we pray that anyone that's here that doesn't know you would come to be saved. And Father, we'll give you all the praise and the honor and the glory for your worth it all. In Jesus' name, amen. Joshua chapter 14 tells us of the distribution of the promised land to the children of Israel. It tells us of the land that God promised to Abraham in Genesis chapter number 15. 
all those by this time that are 20 years of old, uh, 20 years and older, who uh, were in the promised land during that time, or excuse me, who were in uh, the wilderness during that time, have all died out. Those who rebelled against the promise of God are no longer there. Those that rebelled against the promise of God to give the children of Israel the promised land at Kadesh Barnea have now died in the wilderness. Of those that were in the wilderness, only Joshua and Caleb remained. You see, because of their fruitful, excuse me, their faithfulness and obedience to God, God promised them entrance into the promised land. Verses 5 through 14 pay special attention to the man Caleb. God focuses in on this man and his willingness to serve and honor the Lord. And throughout this chapter, this phrase is said of him that he wholly followed the Lord. As a matter of fact, Joshua and Caleb are the only men in all of Scripture, New and Old Testament alike, that that particular phrase can be said that they wholly followed the Lord. My question here this evening, dear friend, to you is, are you wholly following the Lord? Are you wholly following the Lord God? He said, Brother Scott, what exactly does it mean to wholly follow the Lord? Well, I'm glad you asked. I will, if you'll notice here, I think believing, uh, understanding God's word is simply this. To wholly follow the, war, the Lord is to receive his word and believe. If you'll notice on the screen, it's to receive his word in obedience and to believe God and take him at his word. But then also it's not just to receive his word as it's preached, as it's taught, as it's given. It's also to respond to his will in obedience. It's not just good enough, dear friend, to hear the word of God. It's not just good enough to be able to receive God's word Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. There has to be a response to God's word. You have to obey and you have to move upon the word that you've been given. But not only that, then after you've received his word and responded to it, thank God, dear friend, you can rely on his working. You can trust God to bring his will to pass. You see, to wholly follow the Lord, it's as simple as receiving his word and responding to his will and relying on his working. Dear friend, if you're here tonight and you've never wholly followed the Lord in the matter of salvation, can I tell you, dear friend, you've come to the right place here tonight. We can show you from God's word how the precious shed blood of the Lord Jesus can wash you whiter than snow. And if you're here tonight and you've never bowed a knee and realized you're a sinner in need of a Savior, Jesus Christ died for you and he wants you to be saved here tonight. But if you're here tonight and you've been saved, you know what it means, John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You know what Romans 10, 9 through 11, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has saved, raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. If you've been saved here tonight, dear friend, then you need to wholly follow the Lord in submission, surrender, and service. You see, God's desire is not for you to sit on a pew and come each week and absorb the Word of God, but never go out and put it into practice and live and serve Him and honor Him. Dear friend, if you're saved here tonight, God's will for you is that you serve and surrender to the Lord. You see, God desires for each and every one of us to wholly follow the Lord. Oh, my dear friend, the God of Joshua and Caleb is still looking for some men, women, and teenagers to wholly follow the Lord. He's still longing to see some mamas and daddies in 2019 say, As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. 
I'm talking about some godly parents and godly young people who will stand up and stand out to be counted for the Lord. Some people that will come out from among them and be ye separate unto the Lord for his glory and for his worth, to bring his name praise for all he's done for us. Those of us who want no part of the world and the flesh, but want to wholly follow the Lord. You see, holy following the Lord begins, number one, here tonight, with the decision to follow. Notice verse 6 with me here this evening. He says in verse number 6, the latter part of it, Thou knowest the thing that the Lord said unto Moses, the man of God, concerning me and thee in Kadesh Barnea. Can I tell you, dear friend, tonight, Caleb made a decision to follow the Lord. I know that's real deep here tonight, but can I get just right practical right down where you live? If you're going to serve God, if you're going to follow God holy, dear friend, you're going to have to make a decision to follow the Lord. And Caleb made a decision to follow the Lord, just as you must make a decision to follow the Lord. Notice with me on the screen, Numbers 14.8, if the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into the land and give it us a land which floweth with milk and honey. Praise God that Caleb made a decision to follow God. And that decision, dear friend, was the decision of belief. You see, Caleb believed that God is who he says he is, and that he can do what he says he can do. You see, dear friend, notice verse number 7 with me. It says, 40 years, I, 40 years old was I when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to espy out the land, and I brought him word again as it was in mine heart. Can I tell you, Caleb, before he stepped foot in the promised land, had already resolved himself to the understanding that if God promised it, God could bring it to pass. He didn't have to step foot into the promised land to see the promises of God. He had already saw them in his heart, dear friend. And if you're going to follow God, it's going to take a decision to wholly follow God. It's going to be a decision to follow him in belief, dear friend. Caleb believed that God is who he says he is. He believed that the God that promised in Genesis to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob the land, hey, the God that parted the Red Sea was the God who was still able to give them the land. Hey, can I tell you here tonight, dear friend, every decision you'll make after you make the decision of accepting Jesus comes down to the fact of do you believe God is who he says he is and that he can do what he says he can do? You see, if you don't believe God is who he says he is, and you don't believe God can do what he says he can do, then close the book and go home. You might as well not walk one step forward in the Christian walk. Hey, but thank God, dear friend, if you believe God is who he says he is, and he can do what he said he can do, there's nothing that's impossible for an almighty God. You see, Caleb made the decision to follow in belief. He trusted and believed God he is who he says he is, and he could do what he says he could do. But can I tell you, dear friend, here tonight, belief is only belief when it translates into behavior. You see, the decision to follow is a decision of belief, but it's also a decision of behavior. What you really believe will change how you behave. Let me say that again, dear friend. What you believe will change how you behave. Now, I'm not going to do it here tonight. It wouldn't cause a panic. But if I was to yell fire in the building and be serious about the nature of it, if you believe the words I said, then you would respond accordingly and get out of the building. The problem is, dear friends, so many times with the Word of God, we know to be truth is, uh, is preached before us, and we listen and hear it. We re receive it, but, dear friend, we don't respond to it. We don't obey it. We don't trust God to bring it to pass. Then, dear friend, what you believe has not translated into behavior. Behavior. 
See, uh, I want you to notice that Caleb believed God and it changed his behavior. Notice with me, Numbers 13, 30. He says, and Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it. Notice it, for we are well able to overcome it. Dear friend, I want to tell you here tonight on the authority of God's word, if God said it, if God promises it, and you trust him in faith, then you can count on it to get done. Caleb's belief in God, his decision to follow God in belief, translated into behavior. Hey, young person here tonight, don't you believe the lies of this world that tell you you never amount to anything? Don't you believe the lies of those around you who would tell you God can't use you? Hey, adult here tonight, mom and daddy here tonight, single person here tonight, hey, church member here tonight, don't you believe the lies of the world that God doesn't have a wonderful, great plan for you? Thank God if you believe God for it and trust him in obedience, God will bring it to pass. You see, his decision to follow was of belief and behavior. What you believe about the Lord determines how you behave. If you're here tonight and you don't know Jesus in the matter of salvation, if you believe that there's a heaven and hell, if you believe that God can and will save you, then you'll come tonight at the end of, end of the service and get saved. If you believe the Bible is true and that his word is true and he loves you and desires for you to be saved, if you believe that, then your behavior at the end of service should promote you to come to the altar and get saved. Dear believer here tonight, if you believe that hell is real, then you'll pray for the lost and you'll witness. If you believe that you'll give account before Almighty God for the life you've lived since you've gotten saved, if you believe that here tonight, then you'll live a holy life. If you believe that people need Jesus, then you'll give to the cause of Christ, dear friend. If you believe, it'll translate into behavior. If you believe God can fix your situation, then you won't step in and try to. You see, Caleb made a decision to follow. Are you wholly following the Lord tonight? If you're not, dear friend, it begins with a decision to follow. You have to simply make a decision. But I want you to notice, secondly, here tonight, not only the decision to follow, but the determination to follow. Notice verse number 9. He says in verse 9, And Moses swear on that day, saying, Surely the land whereon thy feet have trodden shall be thine inheritance, and thy children's forever, because thou hast wholly followed the Lord my God. You see, Caleb determined to follow no matter how long it took. He determined in his mind that he was going to follow God, and he was going to claim the promise of God no matter how long it took. Hey, look up in here. Claiming the promise is easy. Waiting for the fulfilling of the promise is not always so easy. But God is faithful, and God is true, and if he says it, you can count on it, and Caleb determined that he was going to follow the Lord in trust. Notice verse number 10, he says, And now behold, the Lord hath sent me alive, saved me, hath kept me alive, as he said, these forty and five years, even since the Lord spake this word unto Moses, while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now, lo, I am this day forty, fourscore, and five years old. Forty-five years the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness. And Caleb's now eighty-five. Now, I want you to think about this for just a minute. He's wandered in the wilderness with the children of Israel, not because of his unbelief, not because of his rebellion, but because of their rebellion. Now, dear friend, I don't know about you, but I have a struggle waiting on God from time to time when it's my own fault, much less somebody else's. 
But Caleb says, I've determined that what God said, I can believe and I can count on. And if God promised it to me, then God will come through. So he determined to wait on the Lord. Eighty-five years, their rebellion, their disbelief. Hey, can I ask you here tonight? Hey, have you not received the promise you've been praying for? Have you not received the answer to your prayer? Are you going to throw in the towel? Or are you going to determine to follow God? You see, the determination to follow was one of entrust. Trusting God also means, dear friend, trusting his timing. It means waiting on the Lord. It means waiting on his timetable. Hey, can I tell you what we want here tonight? We want microwave miracles. We want God to show up in a mighty way in the time we want him to. We want instant promises. Forty-five years, dear friend, the the normal born-again believer can't wait four and a half minutes. Caleb determined to follow God and trust, to look to an almighty God who said he would come through. He determined to follow him and trust, but then he also determined to follow him in trial. Notice with me Numbers 14.10, after he gave them the announcement that God can bring it to pass, he said, but all the congregation bade stone him with stones. Can I tell you, most of the time when God gives us a promise and we determine to follow him, at the first obstacle, at the first thing that comes our way, we throw in the towel and say, well, I guess God didn't mean for me to have that. Hey, where's some fervency in prayer? Where's some desire to see God move? Where's some things that I'm not going to let go of the horns of the altar until God moves? Hey, I'm not going to let go until he blesses me. Caleb determined to follow the Lord in trust, but also in trial. Are you going to follow him in trial? Are you going to trust the Lord when things are not going your way? He trusted God and believed him. Despite the opposition, despite the obstacles, I'm talking about when the emotion's gone. When everybody else is cleared out and the pats on the back are finished for the decision you've made, young people. I'm talking about when teen camp's finished up. Hey, when the youth revival's over and you start heading back into the school building and you get a little opposition on the decisions you made over the summer and somehow you go spiritual amnesia and forget what God did in your heart. Born-again believer, here tonight I'm asking you, are you going to determine to follow him in trial when it's just you and God's promise? When you determine to wait in purity, young person and adult. When you're determined to wait on a mate that glorifies and honors God. Are you going to throw in the towel when those couple of years, when everybody around you is getting married, when they're uh, left and right settling for the per- first person that comes along? Hey, have you made up your mind that you're going to determine to follow God and to trust Him and that He'll bring you the one that He has for you in your life? When the ministry's low, when you've spent years praying, when everybody else has forgotten about your need, wonder if He'll fulfill the promise. Have you determined that you're going to follow the Lord? Because if you don't determine before the opposition comes, then you won't determine in the middle of it. You see, Caleb not only made a determination to follow the Lord in trust and in trial, but he made a determination to follow the Lord because of who he was following. Notice the verse here, verse number 10, excuse me, verse number 11. As yet I, I am as strong this day. As I was in the day that Moses sent me, as my strength was then, even so is my strength now for war, both to go out and to come in. Now therefore give me this mountain, whereof the Lord spake in that day, for thou 
heardest in that day how the Anakims were there and that the cities were great and fenced, if so be the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. Caleb, dear friend, he's determined to follow the Lord because God was on his side. He determined to follow the Lord because it was the Lord who had sustained him. It was the Lord who had strengthened him. It was the Lord who was going to give him the land. And dear friend, if you're going to have victory in the Christian life, it's the Lord that's going to give it to you. Caleb determined to follow because of who? Verses 10 and 11, the Lord kept me, the Lord spake, the Lord sustained, the Lord strengthened. Hey, can I tell you, if you base your promises, if you base your determination on the people around you and the floundering up and down of humanity, dear friend, then you'll be sadly mistaken many times over. But if you'll rest your heart and your faith in the power of an almighty God that changes not, then, dear friend, you'll be able to enjoy what it means to see God bless and move in a mighty way. I think as they neared that promised land, I think as they got closer and closer, Caleb got more excited and was looking with anticipation of going into the promised land. So many times as believers, dear friend, we think about how long we've waited. Hey, instead of how close we're getting, dear friend, I'm telling you so oftentimes we look at the amount of years we've waited on God when we should understand and know that every day we wait is one step closer to God moving in a mighty way. Numbers 14.9, Caleb says, Only rebel not ye against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. Have you determined to follow God knowing that the adversaries you face in life, that the people that come against you, that the world you stand up against each and every day is nothing but bread for you when God's on your side? You see, Caleb understood what these people didn't do. God is a great God, and he's an almighty God. We were as grasshoppers in their sight, they said. But Caleb said, we serve a big God, dear friend, here tonight. Do you believe God is who he says he is, and that he can do what he says he can do, dear friend? Because if you do, there's no limit to what God can do. You see, the holy following the Lord begins with the decision to follow and the determination to follow. But then lastly here tonight... I want you to notice the dividends of following. Verse number 13. And Joshua blessed him and gave unto Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, Hebron for an inheritance. Hebron therefore became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, unto this day. Notice it, because that he wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. I want you to notice those words, blessed him and gave him an inheritance. Hey, can I tell you, this is the realization of faith becoming sight. Caleb's waited all these years. He stood by as the rebellious people, the children of Israel, wandered in the promise, wandered in the wilderness, and he looked longingly at the promised land. And now, finally, his faith has become sight. Hey, dear friend. Hey, young person. Hey, mom and dad here tonight. Don't you give up on the promises of God. Don't you give up on God giving you a godly mate. Don't you give up on winning your school to Jesus. Hey, don't you give up on a life that serves and honors and pleases God. That one day you may be able to hear, "Well done, thou." good and faithful servant. See, there's dividends of holy following the Lord. One of those dividends is fulfilled promises. You get to see God fulfill His promise. You get to see God work and move in a mighty way. Hey, can I tell you, as you sit in this building here tonight, you're surrounded by fulfilled promise. You see, the very building you're sitting in was one day just a faith hope. But now it's sight. 
So often we forget about the goodness of God when we get past the overcoming obstacle that we faced. We forget of how good God was and how he moved in such a mighty way. Hey, can I tell you, all over this building here tonight, there are people that have been prayed for that maybe would have never got saved, but people committed to decide to follow God wholly and to determine in their lives that they were going to stay following God. And they now see the dividends of following God. Can I tell you, what stands before you here tonight? Is a young man who was raised in church all of his life. I knew what it was to be saved. I just never was. And 18 years old, I got saved. And God did a work in my life. Can I tell you, all around you in this building, there are people who are the fulfilled promises of prayers that have been answered. And I think about my mother-in-law who prayed for her husband for 15 years to be saved. I think about the things that God's done at our church of seeing a new building of God blessing Woodland Baptist Church and, and moving forward for the cause of Christ. Hey, can I tell you the dividends of following God is fulfilled promises. Hey, let me ask you here tonight, how am I going to throw in the towel now? How am I going to turn back to an almighty God that's been so good and so faithful and blessed in so many ways in my life? How can I give up on God now? I want to wholly follow him. I want to finish well. You see, it's not only the dividends of following God or fulfilled promises, but future prospects. Notice Numbers 14, 24. But my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him and hath followed me fully, him will I bring into the land whereinto he went. Notice it. And his seed shall possess it. Notice verse number 14. Hebron, therefore, because the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, unto this day, because that he wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. Unto this day, Caleb determined to follow the Lord because of who he followed. Now, look over here in Numbers chapter number 15, beginning in verse number 14. And Caleb drove thence the three sons of Anak, Shishai and Ahim and Talmai, the children of Anak. And he went up thence to the inhabitants of Deber, and the name of Deber was Kirjath-sephir. And Caleb said, He that smiteth Kirjath-sephir and taketh it, to him will I give Achish my daughter to wife. And Othniel the son of Kenaz, the brother of Caleb, took it, and he gave him Achish, his daughter, to wife. And it came to pass, as she came unto him, that she moved him to ask of her father a field. And she lighted off her ass, and Caleb said unto her, What wouldest thou? Who answered, Give me a blessing. For thou hast given me a southland. Give me also springs of water. Can I tell you, Caleb decided to follow the Lord holy. He determined to follow the Lord holy because of the dividends of following the Lord. It's not only fulfilled promises, but it's future prospects. Uh, Caleb's daughter here, I think she heard daddy more than one time say, Give me this mountain. Hey, God, bless me in a way that I've never imagined. Show me, God, how good you are, how big you are. And his daughter carries on the tradition. Says, Hey, daddy, if you're going to give me some land, hey, Caleb. And I get a spring with it. You know what God wants? He wants some mamas and daddies to say, give me this mountain so some young people will see God's still on the throne. He's still faithful, and he's as strong today as he's ever been. You see, the dividends of holy following the Lord is seeing fulfilled promises and the future prospects. Hey, I, this Aksa, she married the first judge of the whole Bible, Othniel. Can I tell you here tonight, the reason I want to wholly follow the Lord is I got a wife and two girls watching me. 
Hey, mom and daddy, hey, you've got some people watching you. Hey, Christian here today, you've got some young people in the Lord Jesus Christ watching you. Hey, you've got some young believers who are looking to your life to say, he's still as good as he ever was, and he's still as strong as he ever been, and he can do anything that you could ever ask. All you've got to do is be faithful. Tonight, are you wholly following the Lord? You see, that's God's desire for you to make a decision to follow, but not only stop there, but a determination to follow. You see, can I remind you, young person, adult here tonight, there's dividends to holy following the Lord. God blesses. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Tonight, do introspection. Are you holy following the Lord? It's God's desire for you to do that. You've heard the truth now. You've received God's word. Will you respond to it? And then will you trust God to bring it to pass? Let's have everyone standing with every head bowed and every eye closed.